Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Glad to spend some time with all of you beautiful people today. I wanted to give a couple special shout-outs. First off to Cassie. Thank you, Cassie, for your donation to the cause, to the Obsidian Achievement Podcast Fund. I so appreciate you and your friendship and your loyalty. And Veronica, again, Veronica with another large uh, donation. We'll be getting a social media shout out. Thank you so much, Veronica. One of my best clients, my first ever client, actually, um, with my staffing company. So I just appreciate the two of you um, so much. So, so much. So uh, today what I wanted to talk about specifically, and if you are in the Massa, one thing I should add, uh, if you're in the New England area uh, and looking to be involved in a great, great life insurance company, um, I've got a couple connections through Cassie and Veronica. Um, you know, So if any of you out there are in New England, I know we've got a lot of people listening in Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Uh, if you're ever interested in being hooked up with a great opportunity, uh, those are a couple great um, women leaders in business that you know I think you could learn a lot from. Anyways, what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to talk about specifically today, uh, has to do with you know I I just. <laughs> I had a topic picked out, and I'm just not feeling conviction. And when I don't feel conviction in a particular topic, you know, it's very difficult for me to to speak on it. You know, I'm not going to sit here and force it. But instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about what's really on my heart. And that is developing your personal identity. I think um, in today's culture, especially with social media, I think many people struggle because they don't know who they are. Many people struggle and are depressed and anxious because there's a separation between themselves and themselves. It's hard for me to articulate, but I see this picture of my mo- in my mind of, I can't remember what show it is, or maybe it was a cartoon where somebody got hit so hard with something that it like kind of showed their soul, like poke out of their body and then suck right back into their body, right? I think I've seen that in a couple cartoons or shows. And many of you live like this, your soul separated from your body. It's like, in other words, you're not being true to yourself. And I want you to really listen to me today because many of us are going through an identity crisis. I went through a major identity crisis about two and a half years ago that fundamentally changed my life. I was pretending to be somebody somebody I was I was not. You know, I was you know, call it what it is, as my good friend Cody likes to say. 
I was out partying a lot. I was spending a lot of my money on, you know, designer clothes and shoes and Maseratis and, you know, tables and bottle service. And, you know, I was putting on this, these airs of highly successful macho man business, like flashy, you know, which I'm still very successful in business, you know, that, that's a sound egotistical. It's just a fact. Um, but I was completely out of alignment with my true self. You know, I was at the very top of a very well-known organization. I had a lot of what kids would say clout, a lot of power, a lot of influence, very well known. And, uh, I hated myself. I absolutely hated myself. And what I did was, is I self-destructed. I got, you know, heavily involved and a lot of things I shouldn't have been heavily involved in. And I I self-destructed. And I guess I've really never thought about this. I mean, this is my first time really thinking about this as I talk aloud to you guys. Um, And I know that a lot of you listening to this are my dear friends, so I could be real with you. And a lot of you listening to this would call yourselves my enemies and I pray for you too and love you too I really do you know who you are I pray for you every night and I guess what I'm getting at is that when you are operating out of alignment you're going to be very unhappy I can remember I was in a constant state of anxiety I oscillated between anxiety and severe depression I had to drag myself through every day because I didn't truly believe in what I was doing and it caused a lot of issues and with me personally it caused a lot of issues with my relationships caused a lot of issues in my life and I know that some of you listening today you know, might not be going through like major, major problems, but maybe you have that underlying humming sense of anxiety and depression and, you know, you're not really being who you're truly meant to be. And I want to encourage you today to be yourself and not the way that your high school guidance counselor wants you to be yourself And I'm not talking about being unhinged, living in the flesh, doing whatever it is that you want when you want. I'm talking about living in true alignment with your values and your principles. Like what I value now is much different than what I thought I valued three to four years ago. I used to value being... Number one, looking the best, sounding the best, dressing the best, having the nicest things, the most numbers on a report. There's a lot of value to winning. I'm not sitting here, no, because I hate when people, winning's not everything. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes. I'm I'm not saying I don't like to win now. I'm not saying it's not important to be at the top. What I am saying is the reason for why you want to be at the top, that's the key. Why do you want to, is it to look good? Is it to have people clap for you and say your name? 
Not that there's anything inherently wrong with that, but what happens is, is you get lost in this deep sea of ego. And the problem is with the sea of ego, is whether you look to the north, south, east, or west, you don't see coastline, you get lost, you get tossed to and fro, and you become so wrapped up, you are the sea, and you get so lost in yourself, you lose direction. I don't know if anybody here has ever been lost in the woods before like lost it it's very scary and it's disorienting when you get lost deep deep in the woods you think you were headed in one direction <laughs> i can remember i got lost out in the woods in maine uh and i had to luckily and i had no service i had my car my gps was linked to my car in the garage and i had to i was with bane and you know here i'm in the middle of the woods with my German Shepherd running around completely lost. I thought I was heading in one direction and it turns out I was heading in the complete opposite direction. Makes me think maybe I should do like a mock ranger school or something like that. That's a good skill to have. But anyways, I had to put in my, I had to, I had to follow my car's GPS signal back to my house. And that's a lot like ego with a lack of purpose. Ego with a lack of purpose is being lost at sea. It's being tossed around in the waves of yourself or being lost in the forest of yourself. There's no direction. There's no... And what happens if you're lost at sea or lost in the forest too long is that you die. So... I guess the point of today's episode is I want you to think about your values and your principles... And are you living in alignment with your values and principles? Now, all I care about, all I care about is doing the best possible job as a husband. Well, first off, doing my best possible job as a man of God. I answer to God first, God only, and God entirely. Am I doing my best job? living the life of a Christian man, number one. Number two, am I doing my best job as a as a husband? Number three, very soon will be, am I doing my best job as a father? And then I look around, am I doing the best possible job I can be doing with my clients? Am I serving my clients? Am I doing the best? Am I, am I operating my business with integrity, honesty, and character? Am I fulfilling what I said I would do for those that depend on me in business? Am I being a good friend, a good brother? It's not about, you know, I'm making a lot of money now. <laughs> and I can't tell you the last time I bought something expensive. It's because when you've had all of those things, you realize it's it's not important. And people that live that lifestyle get wrapped up in the partying. They get wrapped up in the designer. They get wrapped up in the and the nice things. And what happens is, is that if you have a deep well of purpose in your life, you're going to have an identity crisis. And these identity crises can be very dangerous. It's almost like the farther you pull a rubber band away from itself, you know, the farther you stretch a rubber band, the more potential energy it has you know, if I have, uh, if I had you hold out an exercise band and I uh, uh, across your back, 
and I pulled it out just a little bit, let it go, it wouldn't hurt very bad. If I pulled it out a lot and let it go, it wouldn't hurt. If I pull it out all the way and let that thing snap, it's going to hurt. And that's what happens is the more distance you put between the way you're lit. Oh, this is so good. The more distance that you put between the way that you're living and what your true identity values and principles are, the more potential energy you're creating for disaster. I'm just going to end the episode right there. You ever like speak sometimes or think or and you just feel like God has just got his hand? You know, I don't like to share my personal life with God much. I think that's between him and I, my father and, and I. But, you know, this morning I went for a walk and I was I was having one of those mornings. You know, it's one of those mornings where you don't want to get out of bed. One of those mornings where you don't want to work out. You know, I uh, just had a lot on my mind. You know, we're going through a lot right now. And uh, I was walking. And first of all, it was the most beautiful sunset. Or sunrise, sorry, morning. Over the, over the field next to my house. And I was just thinking about how grateful I was. How could I be upset about anything in my life? Like looking around at God's beauty. And uh, I was listening to this song, It Is Well, and she said, the mountain before me will be cast into the sea, right? And I was just thinking about all these obstacles, these big issues in my life. And I look over to my right, and I don't remember the last time I've seen a rainbow. I posted on my Instagram. If you don't believe me, go look. I don't remember the last time seeing a rainbow, but I look to my right across from the sunset, and there's a rainbow. And I'm like... How cool is that? You know, and I just couldn't help but think that that was just God's way of saying, hey, I'm here. I got this. <laughs> I'm the creator of the entire universe. I think I can handle this. You know, and I think that as long as we learn the lesson that he's trying to teach us, he'll take it from us. I truly believe that. You know, I read the story of Job. There's a lesson to be taught to that man there. You know, you found that although he didn't curse God, his some of his philosophy and the way that he viewed things was flawed. You know, ultimately what he was doing was he was questioning God's purposes. And God basically said, stand and brace yourself like a man while I address you. Imagine having the creator of the universe tell you that. And basically what he said was, how can you possibly as a little puny human understand my ways? And he goes through his whole creation, how he's created everything in the heavens and the earth. And who are we to question him? That, I think that's ultimately, there's a lot of interpretations of Job. that I think most of them are rooted in humanism. Because people don't want to acknowledge the attributes of God that are uncomfortable to deal with. Like his judgment, his wrath, his sovereignty. The sovereignty of God makes people very uncomfortable. You know, we want to have control. This is why I believe in the doctrine of election. 
But anyways, what I was saying before, back to the rainbow, is that I think that, and who knows God's purposes for us, but I think that oftentimes God will cease to discipline us in certain areas when we finally learn the lesson. You know, it's that simple. If you want to stop being disciplined in a certain area of your life, learn the lesson, let it go, move on. But some of us love our sin more than we hate the pain of God's correction. And so we hold on to it. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool returns to his folly. So, well, I guess I better get in and get my day started, but I did want to spend time with you guys today, and I I love you all dearly. And again, patron.podbean.com slash obsidianachievement. Or at the very least, just share this episode with somebody that you feel like might benefit from it. And uh, I love you guys, and I will talk to you all soon. Let's get it. Peace.